0: (laughs) New York Oh
1: boy Welcome To Just this wonderful time Where we get to talk Final Fantasy as friends As family As family As whatever else This is I Want To Be
2: Your Your canary.
1: Canary A Final Fantasy Podcast I'm Cullen, this is Ross, this is Scooter we're all homies who like to talk about Final Fantasy.
0: Uh, it, and this is gonna be a good
1: episode. Oh yeah, this this is actually episode number 10. This is double digits. We have we made it! We have eclipsed into the double digits uh, of episodes. Man. Complete. I'm, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, me too. And I'm stoked about this episode. There are so many great Moments in Final Fantasy that are captured when we're not actually playing.
0: Indeed, and we call we call those cutscenes. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about this series. And we were talking,
1: or maybe we were texting. I'm not sure. We were saying, "Gosh, you know, there's so many good cutscenes. We got to do a episode or an episode." On cutscenes, and probably one that we're probably going to look back and say, "Ah, oh, shoot, should have had that one in there. Should have oh, had that one." in oh, there. Oh, for sure. So what what we've done? We, we've all chose pretty much three that we really liked, and um, to avoid this from being a three hour episode of going, "Oh yeah, and remember that epi- Remember that cutscene? Oh, Mem- remember that cutscene?" Yeah. So we've kind of taken some of our our favorites, and and I know that if we were to really flesh out this list it you know they would probably these top three would be probably in our top 10 but after further review maybe not in our top three so this is kind of a rough right hit of our of our favorites
2: right No, these are still Mm. pretty
0: pretty home run uh kind of hits though these
2: are so these are
0: essentially my top three pretty darn close yeah that's confident now don't Uh, spoil them yet. don't list them off yet because i'm i'm excited to i almost did (laughs) i know I, 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 i caught you there all right Um, well, what, Ross, I, I believe that this is
1: your top three because you have, your mind is just a steel trap. It is. You remember so much just like. Such
2: useful information. (laughs) Yeah. Final Fantasy cutscenes.
0: Dates. Other stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Rams' birthday.
1: Rams' birthday. You're kind of
0: weird, Ross. That's okay. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So. How we're doing this one is this is kind of a you know we can talk about the cutscenes and we will some of them are going to be able we're gonna be able to play them and the audio is going to you know come through the speaker and you're gonna oh yeah that one that one another ones you're just gonna to have to talk through because you're not, you're not gonna be able to if we put it up on the screen it'll just be silence yeah uh, or you know music that. You know, it just isn't very telling of the cutscene itself. So, we're going to kind of do this in a couple of different ways. The types of cutscenes that you can get information from based on some dialogue or very specific music. And that might trigger some nostalgic memory. uh, We're going to try and do. uh, But we're also going to talk through some of these cutscenes and um, why we like them or why we didn't. So, that's kind of if I understand how we're doing this and we've all picked a couple so who is going to start this grand adventure I think we're oh, starting man. with you are we oh, starting oh we are starting with me I I think starting I with right you up there. might
0: be on the docket
1: okay so the the music the first two seconds of music in this one is would cue everybody into it and before you start this one it's funny because I just watched it and in my head it is a flawless CGI masterpiece.
0: <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and, funny how
1: rose-colored glasses will do that. Oh to my you. goodness. And watching it again, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Gumby. Mm-hmm. In the way that the characters some move. claymation, some claymation stop, an- yeah, stop motion yeah, animation, yeah. and that's the funny thing about these is how we remember them. Yes, because the way that I remember this is not at all how it looks. In the way that I remember it is just so like smooth and Mm -hmm. just rad and something that 31 year old 32 year old man i did that the other day 32 year old cullen goes holy smokes that looks clean Mm -hmm. you know but 12 year old cullen was like holy smokes this looks clean and and it's the uh it's the final fantasy 7 crazy motorcycle chase so the first two seconds you would be able to hear it Right away. Here we go. Just the blockiest animation. I love this. Cloud's, you know, he's got that that big old motorcycle. They're all escaping the Shinra. They're all getting out of Shinra. He's got this big old... Motorcycle, they jump into uh, this like <laughs> truck thing. I don't even know. Barrett's in the back, and the Red Thirteen jumps in. They're tearing out of Shinra right now, and I just remember thinking, like, man, Cloud
0: is so cool. He he hopped on the motorcycle and oh, dude, just I just tearing through walls and, oh yeah, and I mean, just thought busting through
1: windows. And so right here, boom, and it hits the ground, and then boom, he's off. And going and it, from
2: 8 bit to this. Well, yeah,
1: or 16 bit, rather. 16
2: bit, pardon yeah. me. Sorry, me.
1: Yeah, so going from. And then it turns into like a mini game, which, you know, the, the, the cinematic graphic is no longer an element, but it kind of turns into a game, which is cool. But I remember, and I talked about this, I think, in a couple of episodes before i uh i always wanted to download this like onto because we had laptops when i was a kid then we had a laptop program where i went to school and learned about the basics of office and you know that kind of stuff it was total scam and (laughs) looking back but um i remember just trying to find this to download this this is a time before you could actually download videos and they had this as a uh as a media file or anything like that yeah um but this was... You just I, wanted
0: to see this again.
1: I, I, yeah, oh, if I could have watched this for 24 hours straight as a kid, I absolutely would have. I just thought it was so cool. I thought the music was so cool. I literally thought that this would just make me cool. Like, if girls that I like watch this, they'd be like, oh, man, what a cool <laughs> guy he is. <laughs> <I'd like laughs> look we at the do. stuff he likes. Whoa. So bad. Oh, man, I just, you know, in, in retrospect, just like, just a goofball. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I just thought this I thought who who wouldn't think this is rap? Yeah. Who wouldn't think that this is so cool? And this is one of the things that I hope that they just knock out of the park with, with the, the remake. remake.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This motorcycle scene, I feel like, will be an early part of the game, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, there's a lot so, of opportunity with this part. Yeah, and it's going to be a, a climactic point. Yeah, I hope they nail the mechanics because I don't know if you remember playing this bit. It was kind of clunky, but fun, you know. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be the end of the episode one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? As and long as they it. do it right. Yeah. 60 it. bucks right there. there 60 bucks. Yeah.
2: Enjoy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so cool. But I always enjoyed Final Fantasy 7 Crazy Motorcycle Chase. It's funny how different I remember it. Based realistically how clunky it is I just remember it, it being so smooth and just flawless and it's not I mean it's not even close but you know that's that's no fault of no, the that's, playstation or the graphics it's yeah, just, it's just that was the best they had at the time
0: pushing the limits there man. yeah
1: so um yeah, just so, just so cool. Really enjoy it. It just brings, it just makes me so happy. That little stop right before the end of the freeway. Yeah, and you gotta the fight, fight the, with yeah. the
0: uh, yeah that mech thing and yeah.
1: But that's that's one of my that's one of my all time, uh, that's one of my all time favorites. Of just great nostalgic factor right there. If, if nothing else, just that that music.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that is. Yeah, no. As soon as you hear that that music, it you're you're amped, you know. So. Oh yeah. uh, All right. Who's next? uh, uh, Ross, are you up? I guess I'm up. Is that what's on the screen over there? I guess. Um. Yeah. That's that is what's up on the
2: screen right there. Okay. So this one is iconic because just the way it starts out. uh, There's it's like a two part cutscene. I mean, it opens up and. All chaos is breaking loose. You're you're just having a nice blitzball game. You think everything's going well. You're like, hey, I got Titus. I'm gonna win this thing. And then fiends are everywhere in Luca, and they're just wreaking havoc on the blitzball tournament. And lo and behold, you get saved by Anima. You see Anima for the first time, and it is just this gruesome beast of a summon with a bloody eye, blood streaming down their face, and Anima for those of you who have not played Final Fantasy X is like a oyster and a clam combined with a a woman combined with like this monstrosity. It's like a chimera of sorts. It's really mm. weird, mm-hmm. really strange. The first really strange thing, and it's like it's two beans in one. There's I the love there's it. the above one above oh, yeah. ground one, yeah. then the yeah. below ground yep. overdrive the, uh, version uh, yep. of the anime, unleashed version, the
0: unleashed version, unchained.
2: And just, uh, I mean, Orange's part in this cutscene is awesome too. I love the part where he just reaches up the sky mm-hmm. and takes out his blade, and just, oh my gosh, it just gets you going. But just the the part of this that I love the most is just Anima using Anima's abilities and this just destroying fiends left and right. Here we go. Let's play it.
1: Ross can even a narration for those who are not as fortunate I can so
2: Seymour is summoning Anima right now
0: to the save are, Luca
2: to save Luca the fiends are running all over the place people are dying and from the depths
0: a chain a
2: chain goes. reaches through the depths and pulls out Anima just what is, like what would you describe that as just it's this beast. Is that, that looks like, like, uh... has tusks and, like, Mother others. Mary or something? Mother Mary. That's gnarly. And its ability, Mother. essentially, blasts... It blasts fiends with its eye. I love it. It just disintegrates. It just makes no sense whatsoever, but it is such a beautiful scene. It's almost sad in a way. It's very melancholy. I mean, it's playing the, the hem of the feet. Mm-hmm. So, I just... I know, it has this heavy tone to it, this ominous tone to hard it. Hard contrast. Definitely a hard contrast. It also looks like it's painful for Anima. Yeah. Yes. Because Which I think, I think yeah, it definitely is. The move is called pain. Yeah, the move is called pain, yeah.
0: It's sacrificing itself every time it, it uh, kills a fiend. And again, there's that blood dripping from its eye.
2: It's like you you leave the scene not knowing what to think. It's like, huh like those people were saved but that Who's, didn't feel like
0: justice a good thing. yeah it didn't feel like something i want to support yeah i love that scene every the first time i saw it you know immediately i feel like you guys same way too it's i want that,
2: I, was want like, that I want that
0: summon i want that summon and you get it that was that's what blew my mind in that game is that you had the chance to get that summon see that part of the game
1: also You're still really... Something isn't right with Seymour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so there's a part of it where you go, okay, that's cool, but I don't know about Seymour. And that could be bad because that might mean if Seymour goes the direction that I think he might... Could end up having to fight this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could become a future problem for me.
2: He's actually one of my. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say one of my favorite villains, but I actually really liked him as a villain. A Mount gazette. Yeah. Ugh. Brutal. Brutal indeed.
1: Yeah. So that's that is a that is a good in, in the way that the summon uh, transitions into this uh, into the cutscene is like is. Even though you can really tell the difference in the graphic quality from one to the other, the way that it goes from the lower quality to the cutscene uh, is like, oh man, mm-hmm. yeah, like holy smokes, that's it was it, it's it's pretty pretty flawless. I, I just thought, I thought of another
0: cutscene where I'm like, oh, I need to do yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Scooter. There are rules. <laughs> rules okay. are be broken. My, this one is short and sweet to start with. Uh, f- the scene out of Final Fantasy VII. Give us a little background really quick. So, yeah, you're going to need a little bit with this one. So there is a famous scene out of Final Fantasy VII cutscene after your party it's not quite midway through the game but getting kind of close to that part of this game um you return to the town of uh oh gosh i mean what's the name again calling it um nibblehelm nibblehelm nibbleheim thank you. nibbleheim nibblehelm uh and it's the old town of tifa where she grew up cloud had been there before or so he thinks Um, and if you played Crisis Core, you know, and the whole Zack story, this, this town is super important in this game as far as how the story goes. And, um, this is the part of the story where Sephiroth is also there, uh, in the town. And you're all kind of doing this tour of a, uh, of, uh, kind of mountain excavation site of some sort, some weird phenomenons are going there. It's Genova basically. Um, and... This is where Sephiroth, in this scene, he finally, he's he's done down in the library. He's read all of the books on his history, his own self. He's discovered who he is and how he was created, and and it's all building up to this, you know, um, the culmination of angst and anger, and 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 this scene, he he loses it pretty much. He finally decides, okay, I'm going to be the end of, I'm going to end this That's world, it. and. uh it's the fire scene in Nibelheim with Sephiroth and I, there's not going to be much sound, but all you need to know is it's the whole town of Nibelheim is on fire. And Sephiroth is, he has this, it's like the Monet painting. He has a certain smile smirk on his face. He can't quite tell though, you know, and he's just walking through the flames as though he enjoys the destruction that he's made. Um, And the music. I mean, yeah, the come, music come, says on. it all.
1: Yep. That's gonna be a dope one that
0: they redo. Mm. And he walks through the flames. He walks into the fire as Every- though it's nothing. You know, that's he is this destruction. And here's a retake on it. That uh, I believe this was out of Crisis Core or Advent Children When you see a character like that turn and walk into the fire like that, you just know they're evil. Yeah, it's you know pure I mean? evil. It's just, it was such a great depiction of it, though. I loved it. Because normally in every movie that we see, at least, people are jumping away from fire. They're jump, you know, the explosions are getting out of the way. He walks into it, you know, and, and it's just so ominous and, and evil. I love it. You, you know what? That so the Nibelheim scene is always
1: interesting because it Tifa's the way that she's dressed up in that mm-hmm. always reminds me of the uh the, the Price is Right cliffhanger game.
0: <laughs> oh, that little uh yeah, the mountain hiker. That it is 100 percent Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Stop, Bob, stop, stop! <laughs> Don't go over the edge. So
2: I'm gonna apologize to all of our listeners. That,
1: that's what uh, that's what I always think of whenever I see her dressed up like yeah. that, and I'm like, oh, look at this! This is mm-hmm. so uh, happy, and then that happens, like, uh,
0: oh maybe right, maybe Tifa. sorry, your town gets. Ooh, so
1: that's uh, that's well, an that's unfortunate a rough, one, rough story. So sorry, Ross, you've never watched uh, Price Right. Uh, oh, I've probably
2: watched more Prices Right than you. Have, oh, okay. Uh, Scooter, you can vouch for me. I
0: I mean, I'm just going to say it was always on your house. All of us have had a fair share. of We've all watched a lot of Prices Right, so Uh, I Uh,
2: know Bob Barker. (laughs) He's from uh, Darrington. I actually, yeah, I met him there.
0: Really? No, I I didn't. He did. I really did wow. Yeah, I know. Don't don't text uh surprised or uh dumbfounded. Don't worry. <laughs> don't
1: ask for an autograph. Yeah. Uh that's a good that is a good scene though. It is ominous. Oh gosh, it's, I love that uh, scene. Uh the music does a great oh. job
0: of filling in any dialogue that is it's, absent. It's mm. just dripping with evil. I just I mean, you know, it, it sets up the rest of that game. You you <laughs> want to end Sephiroth.
1: Yeah, and that's the kind of the point and the story where you go, well I know who the bad guy is. Yeah. If there was any if there's there's any any
2: question beforehand.
0: All right, what do we got? Colin, uh, so next, then, I'm having a little hard time finding this because we're, we're digging deep into the vaults of cutscenes here now. Is it oh, Final Fantasy 4, Return of Ridia? Yeah. So and now, okay, I need to preface this with I'm playing this game right now, and I haven't gotten to this part of the game. No. Oh, I thought spoiler she alert! Was gone, you guys. I thought she was gone. Spoiler alert! I know. Well, here's a nice thing, Scooters. <laughs> so
1: I've already talked about this cutscene in a different one, so I've already ruined it in your
0: subconscious. It's I there. I know it is. I just anyway. Anyway. Um so, so what should I search for here for uh, uh you could you could re, you could search for Return of Rydia? Yeah, Return of Riddia. Battle against Gobez or yep. Return of Ridia. Okay. You, right there. Here so go. here we go. in this uh There's the next set coming up. In this
1: scene, uh in Final Fantasy four or two, it kinda depend on what country uh you are playing this in, um, your crew is uh going up against Golbez, who is the bad guy, and there's four of you. Uh, you have Cain, you have Cecil, you have uh, oh. Rosa, and you also have Yang. Uh, and you're going up against Golbez, who, as far as you know, is the the bad guy. And Golbez is pretty jacked at this point, and right. he has this shadow dragon uh, that he summons from uh, the depths. He's, he's, he's feeling pretty confident. And so... First thing he does is he freezes everybody or paralyzes them. Uh, in the, the music in this one is is necessary, Let me pull Scooter. It up. Yeah, because when you're fighting him in, in this spot right here, uh, you know, the organs and it's very morose, and he summons this shadow, uh, dragon, and the thing starts using what's called demolish, it's like a rub or a uh, death and he just starts killing everybody who's paralyzed and it's you know super um, super easy and he says farewell uh, cecil and he's about to kill him and all of a sudden the party disappears and then mist which is a the dragon from the beginning a of the game dragon from the beginning mother of rydia yep the mother oh, of rydia shows so up
0: so many spoilers right now for me
1: and Golbez is like confused he has dragon cuz the 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 mist dragon kills his shadow dragon and uh he's kind of confused and at this point all of a sudden you boom you're healed and you're, you okay you can move now and you're like who is this and you know you know who it's gotta be you know it's gotta be rydia who was out of the party for a while yes. and then all of a sudden that music kicks Gosh. up and it's like okay it's time to go it's time to fight
0: raise the party here we go
1: raise the party get everybody back to life Let's beat this guy. And I love the battle music uh, in this moment. I just... It's so the good. But Final uh, Fantasy IV did this a couple of times where yeah, they... It's like, oh, the power of friendship has saved the party. And I always thought that that was cool. And I still do. Um, it's a yeah, good story. It, it is. And it's, and it's super cool when she comes back. And when she comes back, she is really the first character in a Final Fantasy game which has changed her sprite from when the first time you saw her. Because so When you first get her, she's oh, super young. That's yes, true. But really. she spent some time in like, like the land version. of the summons and time works differently there so she's way older when you get her. And she's also way more powerful. But when she comes back and just saves the party at the very last second it's especially powerful because two of the people in that party that she's saving and of killing her mom yes. unknowingly yeah
0: but, but still, yeah so that's that's my so we're, we're just watching the, the rest of this fight she's bad yeah, I mean nothing else is going the town on on yeah
1: nothing else is gonna happen in particular but uh, it is a it, it is just a cool it is just a cool scene I really enjoyed it and like I said in another uh, podcast, I used to watch this before, like, track workouts in college to get jacked, great and uh, it'd yeah. get me all pumped up, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm here for the party, I'm here for my team, I'm, oh, I'm going to save, da 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 da, da. so,
0: um, really great scene. Really enjoy it. it. I, and I, I'm just going to also say to you guys that I'm enjoying every minute that I'm playing of uh, number four so wow. far. It's, yeah, number four it, is awesome. It is a great game. Yeah, it really is. All right. Thank you, Colin. Oh, yeah. For that one. Um, All right,
2: here we go. Who's up? Oh,
0: oh, you oh, know who it is. is. Is this you, Ross?
2: So let me let me just say two words: Liberi Batali. <laughs> so this song is actually Nobu Umatsu's first hit, or experiment, rather, of combining chorus and mm-hmm. orchestra. Yep. I didn't know that. Which is really interesting. And then I didn't know a couple of these. So uh, the main phrase from that song is actually an anagram. So, Fidos lucic wikos vinosec is an anagram for "succession of witches in love." So, hmm. two of the main themes of the of the video game. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of, but it's in Latin, though. Isn't it's it? in Latin, it is. and that, and the uh, the whole song's in Latin. But uh, mm-hmm. like, actually, reading the English translation is kind of. I haven't. I've never creepy. done that. Actually, I've never before. done that either until now. Well, hey, I'll that's just read, I read it. To the I'll, show. I'll read a short take, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, um, Essentially, the Liberia Fatale, it's what that translates to is the fated children, which oh, essentially is, the, is the, talking the, the, about the, the cast, orphans. The orphans. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's really interesting. But it opens up. Uh, if you've not played Final Fantasy 8, you've Oof. heard me talk about it by yes. now. If you've listened to any of the episodes, I've probably talked about it at least once every single yeah, episode. So yeah, I yeah. apologize, but I don't care. <laughs> um Opens up, you're looking out over the ocean, and then opens up with those, that anagram, Phythos, Lucek, wicos Weekos, Venosek. Um, starts out really slow, and then it builds, and it builds. And eventually you see Squall, the video game of Final Fantasy VIII's main protagonist, taking on Cypher, the antagonist, or one of the antagonists of the game, in a uh, duel of gunblades, and as you also know about me, I'm a huge fan of gunblades. Yes, you are. And It is an epic battle. It sucks happening <laughs> right in the, away in the training area. Yeah, right away.
0: I mean, and it is brutal. They're going after it. like that. I at first, when I first saw it, I didn't know it was a training, and I don't think you know <laughs> what I mean. Like you're not supposed to know if that's a real or just a training fight.
2: Yeah. And as you come to find out later in the game, I mean, even not even later in the game, but the next scene of the game, you find out that both Squall and Cypher are arch nemesis yeah. or nemeses and they, they are rivals. Yeah. Um, and they've always been rivals. And even though that was a training, they, they were fighting to the death. You can see it in their faces. You can see it in their faces and it just, oh, you feel it. And it builds up in the crescendo. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I won't speak anymore about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just let you hear it. Oh yeah. I never really understood all the text that went along with this. Yeah, I never understood the text either. But just it's like random. It's a lot of Final Fantasy. Random waiting for you. Emo words. It is a lot of of random emo (laughs) words. I'll be here. Dot dot dot. It's like a conversation. It's like dialogue. Why? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. Yeah. This is maybe like the one part of the. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be. Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't ruin it.
1: I think it's also, I know that you said this, but I think it's important to say this one more time is that this is an original piece. Yes. This is an original piece that was created for the sole purpose of this scene in this video game. Yep. And as far
2: as music goes, it's pretty good. I listen fantastic. to this all the time to this yes, day. It's fantastic. Well, like you're talking about what you listen to, like, yeah. the radio scene. I listen to this when I'm working out. Yeah. <laughs> so, the vocals, original. The music
1: being original. composed, original. Lyrics, original.
2: And it all has to do with the game.
1: Yeah. And, and it was designed only for the game.
0: Yes. And it's Nobuo's first go at orchestral, like... You know, here's your gunblade
1: fight. Best intro of a video game ever. Oh, yeah. This
2: is 90, 1998. Yeah. So over 20 years ago.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again, I love the clash of hard versus soft in these games. This, the feathers and the gun blades, you know, that whole. And here's the crescendo.
2: man If this doesn't make you want to grab a gunblade and fight <laughs> going at it now. And it's the twin scars that they gave each other in this, this training match. Like we noted earlier, they were really trying to kill each other and they almost did. Ah, so cool. It's like Luke and Michael in college. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if only the listeners knew.
0: Love that, with the black feathers.
1: Oh, so good. And it's mean, got a lot on. of scene, a lot of scenes from the video game that you Ugh. are yet to encounter in that mm. too. So it just gave you a such, preview of a lot of what you are such about to a hear. Good one. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, the first time, and I've told you guys in the previous episode, the first time I saw that, it felt like a movie. It felt like a Disney or some big mm-hmm. budget movie I was about to play. You yep. know, and that's I got sucked into that one quick.
1: Yeah, that is a. It's, it's such a good song by itself. It even is. if it was outside of a video game. It'd be like, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, Nobu Matsu
0: is just good at what he does. He's a master. Mastermind. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right, Scooter. So for my second one, it's kind of a, a filler before we... Yeah, we're not even halfway, so we've got some time. But this one's kind of a filler, so I'm just going to play it without sound for a minute. Just to give a quick recap, though, there's a scene in Final Fantasy 15, the cutscene when you are on the train in the enemy territory, and Leviathan, one of the uh, uh, summons, comes out and saves you uh, while you're fighting on the train. And it's just the coolest-looking scene. Um, I've always loved Leviathan, just in oh, general. yeah. Yeah, it, I mean... Yeah, I'll skip forward a little bit here. Um,
1: Summons in in fifteen were also they were just something else. They really, really were. Oh my goodness, that, they were just see. yeah. yeah. It, it was so Im- so impressive. It was movie within themselves. Oh yeah.
0: That that is right here. Very-
2: You got Leviathan doing its thing.
1: It's just such a, uh, yeah, a, a massive beast.
0: Water tornadoes everywhere. You know? <laughs> that was it. That, that's <laughs> all I wanted to show. It's but it's so... short, sweet, and you know, I, I, it's the animations in that game were just on such big grand proportions and watching that, you know, can't do it justice over the audio world, but yeah. that's, man, it is, man.
1: if, yeah, if you haven't played Fifteen, you should at least Google the cutscenes, and get, then you'll get go some by of the 15. summon cutscenes in there. Yeah, in the fact that the the summon cutscenes were just—I mean, it was part of the game, you know—and and, and so other cutscenes have been good in other Final Fantasies, other summons. Have, you know, they've had cool cutscenes, but man, nothing quite like that. Nothing, nothing as smooth as that, and yeah, okay. the music changes. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, it's so cool. That summons in that one are just are just so fantastic.
0: They do just such a great job. So we've got uh, three more each of our favorite cutscenes. I'm pulling them up right now. I don't even remember what my other one uh, is.: Well I'm going to surprise you here in about five seconds, and then we're going to move on to our least favorites, which I think is going to be a real fun portion of the show.
2: Will it, will,
0: it be, <laughs> will we enjoy it? I'm going to.: I know I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, I mean, I don't know what you guys are going to enjoy, but uh, here talk amongst yourselves for half a second while I uh, uh, finish this. Um, I guess there's, there's so many cutscenes that are, that I've already left out name, name a few that we're not going to get to the, because one
1: of them is the opening of 10. Okay. The opening of final fantasy oh, yeah. 10. I mean the blitz ball. Oh
0: yeah. Like the just th-
2: like, or heavy. just walking around as the, the world is ending okay just and just just a heavy while
0: I get this going the other scenes going here here you go just a heavy uh here you go opening a 10 while I get these heavy guitar
1: and just like the music you're just chilling and it looks like a slum almost you're not really sure what he's doing this was when the PS2 first Final Fantasy game on the PS2 yep and so the graphics were like oh my goodness Am I watching a movie? Oh yeah. And he's getting ready for the Blitzball competition. And he's just got a, a heavy, uh, like almost metal rift. He's about to, the uh, Blitzball arena is filling up with water.
2: I just remember thinking right here, like what is going on? Oh when yeah. When first started playing this? Just had no idea. And then orange. Oh.
1: Yeah. And then you start seeing, uh, you've this really complex looking civilization. And then behind it, uh, just this wave is coming up, like a huge tidal wave. And uh, guys just there welcoming it, like not afraid of the imminent death that is, that is right before him. And then you're introduced to this uh, rugby like underwater game. Known
0: as built. that ish. Oh, man. Oh, so cool. Even. even and I love that. When the oh, gravity starts to give up. The yeah. Water after that footprint. Yeah. Stuff get, and it. buildings Everything start getting
1: torn. To be, yep. And people aren't even noticing at this point. I love this that. music song. does a fantastic job of complementing the scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's futuristic, you know. Um. It's a departure, especially from the last stuff we watched. It's a great, it's a great scene. Titus goes up
1: to do his uh, a super gen- move, up. yep, to do a super move, and then he sees the uh, monster and he's uh, like, oh, that's, that's not good, and then everything starts getting destroyed. Fantastic scene, great job of setting the tone for Final Fantasy X. Uh, it's unfortunate that they ruined it with Titus's voice acting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Voice acting was no,
1: Didn't ruin the game, but uh, uh
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, certainly made that's a good example. Certainly of, made uh, it sound like a goofball. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so getting back to where we were though, uh in our in our immediate list. So Colin, surprise, surprise. Here you go. Ah, uh, the opera scene.
1: Final Fantasy six, uh or Final Fantasy Three and north america the opera scene was kind of that playable cutscene. you, you had you had to um you had to do the right lines you had to choose the right lines in order for the opera to go smoothly you can just go ahead and play it scoop uh and it was it, it's very iconic in the final fantasy uh world this play that you're you know, you're you're there's an opera, and you have to play your part in this role. This has been something that's been one of the more famous Final Fantasy songs, and I know that actual operas have uh, gone on and done this have done this song. Now, obviously in the 16 bit, uh, SNES version, they don't have any lyrics. Uh, but I have heard a few different times. I think Nobu Matsu, uh, does the distant worlds opera theme. And, Mm -hmm. uh, it indeed does have the lyrics to it and has the, um, the voice and the professional, opera singers doing it. So as you're going through, you have to choose the correct lines of the play or the opera in order for it to go uh, correctly. And if it doesn't go correctly, then you have to do it again. So it's a really cool scene, even though it's just like a play and it's kind of like a side thing. I always felt like it really kind of advanced the series in a way of, uh, of a cultural aspect and just the interaction and the things that you were able to do in the game. It's like, oh wow, there's this opera that's happening and I'm having to control and remember this as a side, not a side game, but as a quest, uh, I got to get this right. Um, and I, it's just, it, it's always stuck with me as, as an important cutscene. And it, yeah, it's just good. It's just a good cutscene. And then eventually somehow Ultras this octopus shows up and you have to fight him on stage, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But the opera scene itself is just a cool one. Really enjoy it. Um, Yeah, it's got this like 16-bit dancing uh, about it that we're watching right now. They really did a lot of great stuff with the ability of the sprites in Final Fantasy uh, 3, North American 3 that they weren't actually able to do, or they didn't actually do, in Final Fantasy II. So even though you were still working with only 16 bits,
0: uh, there
1: were certainly some advancements in the character, and uh, the character's movements, facial expressions, uh, body language, and this scene, I feel like, does a great
0: job. And the music's really cool. I really it like is. It. No, this really is. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, what it kind of reminds me of a little bit is at the beginning of Number 9, doing that uh, the, dan- or the uh, play for the lords, you know, having to do the correct certain sequence where you gotta do it again. There's a fight in the middle of it, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Um, this is obviously a little more uh, heavy, if you will. Too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just good, so. I always like 6, one of my favorites. Uh, opera scenes. I, I remember um, my uh, I have my cousin Rachel, and my aunt Noreen. They they were like the big. They were always big on Final Fantasy three. That was like I still haven't played it. Oh, dude, that. I'm and excited. I remember they they were always big on, on the opera scene. And I think that part of it as as uh, the gravity of the scene or the importance of the scene is in reinforced on me in part because I just remember growing up and they were just like this is this is you know this is the the final fantasy and the opera scene is the coolest and mm-hmm. I think I probably took a little bit away from that like oh yeah well you're right <laughs> this is super cool <laughs> I
0: agree I agree family I concur well, All right Ross thank you for that one Looks like I'm up I think, Looks I think like Ross it is it's on the dock uh Oh, this is All a right, good one. So
2: I'll give it a little bit of a, a little bit of an oh, overview precious. here. Yeah. So um, at this point of the game in Final Fantasy IX, Queen Bronze's plans, her, her diabolical plans, have come to fruition um, with the help of, uh, of Kuja, her uh, her diabolical servant. At this yes. point, yeah, yeah, um, and she has unleashed the power of Bahamut. And Bahamut. She uh, controls Bahamut. She controls Bahamut. And if you've played Final Fantasy, you know who Bahamut is. If you haven't played Final Fantasy. Bahamut is the king of dragons. Literally, he's the king of dragons. He is a force to be reckoned with in any Final Fantasy game. Yes. And he's being unleashed on Alexandria, one of the main cities in Final Fantasy IX. So essentially, it's it, he is the destruction of the city, he, and he is laying waste. And it looks, I mean, things look grim. It's like, well, um, at there this point the of the town. game, there goes the <laughs> town, and your party is definitely not strong enough to take on a Bahamut. Oh. Um, so all ho- all hope seems lost. And then just out of nowhere, Alexander, the, the summon Alexander, um, arises from the town or the city of Alexandria to protect it um, as it is its guardian. Um, it's and something fin- else to see. It's something else to see. and It's it, essentially the city's protector and fends off Bahamut. And it's a pff, pretty awesome scene.
0: It is. Here we go.
2: Give us that narration, Ross. So, nighttime in the city of Alexandria, see these just ginormous angel wings come out from this, the Alexandria's castle. A sword pierced in the sky. And essentially, Alexander's wings encompass the city and act as a shield against Bahamut. The Bahamut unleashes this fireball and just does nothing. Alexander opens up the wings, it's ready to go, it's ready to battle. And although Bahama is
0: impressive, Alexander is essentially a city. It's it's the counterpart to the the evil strength that Bahama has. And Bahamas on the run now and Alexander is like, uh uh,
2: you are not getting away. And Alexander essentially defeats the beast through beams of light.
0: Holy versus yeah. Uh, darkness, yeah. That's a great scene. It is one of those <laughs> scenes that I remember watching going, you know, holy moly. You know, it's. Uh, oh, God. It's that, sorry. that is a. I, I not only want Bahamut as a summon again, of course, but I want Alexander's summon. And you get him later.
1: You know, it's funny with. Alex. Alexander is always well. There's never been a, I can't remember, a time where Alexander's been the bad guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Bahamut, like we talked about in the first one, Bahamut helps you. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, and he helps you in some games. He's a enemy in others. I don't really understand the dynamic
0: of his character
2: yeah well he's not really a bad guy in nine he's being, he's being controlled
0: he, he is always the king of dragons and i feel like he always has different roles in every game he's not necessarily bad or good it's just well and i mean going back to D D, he's actually lawful good yeah that's the thing in number 11 yeah. he's kind of good you know, there's a whole storyline with him in that one. Like
2: yeah. And then num even in number nine, e- even though Queen Braun is, is controlling Bahama right there, you have the ability later on in the game with Garnet to to relearn him, to be able to cast him again.
0: So at some point he becomes your summon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well All right. All right, moving on. Let's let's get through these our favorites. This is the last of the favorites. well second to last of the favorites, and then we're gonna do least favorites and, and kinda close this up. Uh Okay, guys, uh, grab your tissues and, sh- and stuff. Um, this is. Uh, let me just restart here. This is the uh, the sending of Orin. Don't stop. But I. Throughout this entire game, you didn't know it's that right. Warren was an unsent. It's good to bring us through what's happening. He's just looking through his whole party. He's he's. Saying his, his goodbyes. Uh, unit has to, to perform the sending enough. of anyone that is unsent. And he has completed his mission. And he's, he's, this is his song on his way out. This is your world now. man a few words. Off he goes to the far plane. I hated that scene. I loved it, but I hated it. I and mean, it still gets me. I, I mean, I wanted Oren to be there the whole time, you know? And then realizing that he really wasn't there the whole time in a way it was, I don't know, it got
2: you at the gut a little bit. And Oren's just the character, like, he not only is he the Guardian, but he's a mentor. He's essentially Yuna and Titus's adopted uncle. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, I mean, both their yeah. fathers were friends with Orin way back when. So it's just like you're losing a family member. And he's one of the better characters. No, he sure is. Of, of, of any one of the Final Fantasies.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm pulling up the, uh, the next ones. Yeah. Um, that,
1: that, that Orin one. Yeah. Cause he, he's so pivotal and he's a, he's such an important character. And this, the, the 10 story is just weird. Yeah. As you come to find out. Um, so, I mean, it, it is, it makes sense mm-hmm. why, what, with what happens. Uh, with, and if you take a look at, or, or if you just observe Orin the entire game, you realize, oh, okay, all right, well, now it's kind of like watching Fight Club for yeah. the second time mm-hmm. after yeah. you know what happens and you watching it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it.
2: That makes sense. That makes sense why he's doing that. Yeah. Okay. Sixth Sense might have been a better comparison since the uh, Orange essentially Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. This uh, is
0: Haley Joe Altman. <laughs> yeah. Cole, do you want to move us into our least favorites?
1: Uh, oh, are we not doing the. Uh, well, are we doing that one later? <laughs> we'll do that one last. Okay. Uh, our, one of our wor- our least favorite, for, not for the reason that it's bad, but uh, one of the, I guess, toughest to stomach, and that was in Final Fantasy VII, and I'm sure a lot of people already know exactly what, what this is going to be, and uh, in Final Fantasy VII, at the end of Disc 1, you are on your way to the, uh, or excuse me, you're in the Temple of the Ancients, and... It's the famous, uh, the famous scene with Eris and... Um, and Cloud. Cloud is... His got mind, it, control. He's, he mind control. he got almost, his mind He almost kills Eris as she's praying and she kind of looks up uh, and then from behind comes big bad man Sephiroth and probably one of the most shocking uh, I love that, though. That scene right here. From above. Yeah. From above. Death, Death from, from above. above. I love that. And yeah, it goes right through her stomach and Boy, ends up killing Eris uh, pretty instantly.
0: Her eyes are open, Colin.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going with what, I, what I've been told. I know. Uh, so does- Sephiroth comes down, kills Eris, one of uh, a, uh, a character who is a potential love interest of the... Um, main character, Cloud. And the
0: last of the ancients.
1: Last of the short. ancients, yep. So very very important character. character. Yeah. And then it has this little uh, tune that is the, heir, the heiress theme uh, as she is dying. And the holy materia is... Just falls to the bottom of the lake. Yep. Yep. And so she dies... Ross is stoked. It doesn't make a lot of sense because this
0: happens all the time during the game. You just drop a phoenix down on him. Right, and we talked about that. But still, I remember seeing this scene and, I mean, it's another another scene that sticks with you for emotional reasons, for sure. Uh, But... But... (laughs) Steven Spielberg once said
1: that um, something to the effect of you'll know...
0: That video games have. Oh man, I'm gonna find it really quick while this is playing. Probably the, the, they've crossed that uh, medium of, you know, into art or into. Um, I, I think I know the quote that you're talking about. It, it has a lot to do with emotion, doesn't it? It uh, does. And relating to the human experience. I mean, I,
1: he said, I think that the real indicator that games have become a storytelling art form will be when somebody confesses they cried at
0: level 17. Yeah. So. Well, hey. Like, there you go. That's yeah, that's kind this, of this scene, the orange scene. I mean, at least for me, like that. That's yeah. That's alright, Steven. We got a game for you. Yeah,
1: got one for you, big cat.
0: And then you gotta fight him.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, just—it's tough to watch that and then talk about it because you're like you're watching it and you're like, "Oh yeah, I want to." Yeah. Don't want to watch this. I want to yeah. Oh, you're captivated. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, one uh, another worst one, least. All right, I think this is this is one of them. You, you got this one, Ross? I do. Um, one so, of Ross's so, favorites. so this is no, but if this is the right one. Oh wait, which one is? That's not the one up oh, on the screen. Oh no the no one no! On this your, one. The this one on your screen is the right one. This is the one I want you to do if yep. you don't mind. Yep. Yep. So, so here you go now. This is the most famous of the worst of the worst cutscenes of Final Fantasy. Yeah.
2: And for our listeners, you know what I'm going to say? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let you listen. Perfect. I'm not going to describe it. I'm not going to give I any so. background. This is. I'm just going to let you listen to it.
0: Hey, watch.
1: Hey You got pretty good
0: You sound sad
2: Great voice acting going on right now classic
0: want to scream mm -hmm. I want to scream. I
2: really don't think that's gonna help this time
0: You know what I knew at this part of the game though that I was so deep into it I just had to get through this stuff But summoners and their guardians are kind of like Spira's ray of. Light. I really enjoyed the game at this point, so it's
2: like eh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be turned off dependent. by no, one scene. But I uh, this
0: I this scene was the one I definitely
2: skipped through um, when, when I downloaded sad, uh, <laughs> the X and X2 compilation on, uh, on a yeah. PlayStation Three. it's hard. This is one of those scenes that really
1: makes. Yeah voice... It makes you go, I, ah, I wonder if this game would have been better if there was no voice acting. I think. Right. Yeah, you you don't, need to, do team team. You yeah. don't right, need to right. do everything. You uh? don't need to do everything to make a good game. You don't no have problem. to have voice acting to make a good game.
2: Uh, uh. It's like, if you know, it's... I, no, I agree with you. Even like like with these games, I still play with the subtitles, so yeah. I agree with you. You don't need to have voice acting to have a good game. No. Uh, Man, I don't even know what uh. he's doing right here. Uh, uh,
0: a lot of... Uh, <laughs> this is weird.
2: This is weird.
0: Next,
1: try <laughs> laughing I
2: feel uncomfortable. What? Do you feel uncomfortable, Titus? Because I feel uncomfortable.
1: Me. So you just asked her to laugh. Oh, it's painful. It's like no wonder your father didn't like you.
2: <laughs> he saw this in the future. <laughs> 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 Ugh. <laughs> Or's like get me out of here. Uh, this was a real cringeworthy you moment in the game. shouldn't laugh. Tamari's like okay
1: <laughs> All right. make the bad man stop
2: <laughs> Just this one just this. yep Ugh. All right all right, that's enough. If I need to explain that to the listeners, why that
0: is bad, then I'm going, I'm, I'm letting it ride. <sighs> and they try they try to act like it's nothing. Too funny. Too what funny. It is this point of the podcast where
2: everyone stops listening. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> That's why I saved it for the steep yeah. end. Yeah.
0: So.
1: I want my journey.
2: Yeah, right. That's, yep. that's, that's, a, that's a, a rough one. I want
1: that's my a, last
0: five minutes back, you know, but I'm not going to get it. So. That's yeah. a famous laugh scene. Let's see. Infamous. Infamous, I should say. Okay. Uh, So the weirdest two that we have left, we have... What can I do for you? Uh, Okay, let me just pull up one more, and it's also out of number 10, actually. Um, Is this the one that I put on there? Yeah. So the... So it's actually...
2: It's, it's honestly, it's a weird scene, but it's, uh, if it's, oops, oh man, a little dance club uh, music. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um. Not only is Scooter our producer of this podcast, he's also a DJ in his spare time. <laughs> uh, is it X2? Or. Oh no, it's, it's, it's X, X, right? Yeah. Which one is it? It's 10. What's <clears> that? <clears throat>
1: I'm familiar with Roman numerals.
0: Yeah, you know, X. Ex- <laughs> what no. scene is it? Ross, it's at the wedding scene. Is yeah, that Yeah, right? it's the wedding scene. Okay. Yeah.
2: So let me just grab that then. It actually develops into a good scene because that when the when Titus and the rest of the squad are going in to save Una, that's actually a pretty epic This is uh, it right here. Yep. Little showdown there. But prior to that, the wedding scene between Yuna and Seymour. And oh, Seymour at you know. this point of the game. He's dead. And then just you to kiss this dead guy. And it's just like when you think about it, like Seymour's been deceased for weeks or at least a, for quite a bit of time now, for like a bit of time
0: forks for walking around. Basically. Rigor mortis should have set in and then gone away by now. And so I hate to skip through some of this, Ross, but we're getting towards the end of the episode. Skip on so through. I'm going to just get to the part just makes you kind of it's like, yeah, it makes your skin crawl a little bit around here, isn't it? Or did they already do it? The- the whole wedding And thing? they already- they're, uh, no, they didn't do it yet. Okay, so, continue? Continue, yeah. looks like a dingus. Continue, further than that. Six SKATEBOARDING! They're gonna go save them! Oh yeah,
1: nice flip,
2: homeboy. <laughs> That's Titus. Keep going, yeah? Oh yeah, keep going. Alright, just- just yep. let me know. It's right about- oh, stop. Right around here? It's right around there. Like, Ross, give us a play-by-play. Well, Titus and crew have come to save Yuna. They got stopped in their tracks. Seymour is going to get married to Yuna. If, if, if it's going it's to happen. It's going to happen. Yevon is going to make it happen. happen. Yevon, the even evil religion, is going to make it happen. You would play at marriage just for a chance to send me?
0: And Seymour's creepy, he like, even before this, he is creepy. All the more
2: fitting, be my lovely wife.
0: Yeah, he's a weird dude. And you? so she wants to send him, because he's he's an uh, unsent, a dead yes. person. Kind of like, or, would you, again, a corpse running all along the world that nobody seems to care about. And we but. might actually skip past the
2: uh, this oh, da- okay, guy but it's not a big deal, I mean... Before, like, it's it's somewhere in... It's somewhere over it's right here, yeah. Smoochy, smoochy. Again, for the listeners that are listening in, I mean, and just they can't imagine, see, just
0: imagine the creepiest guy you know. The mm-hmm, creepiest mm-hmm. guy. Imagine if he died about a month ago <laughs> and he's still just kind of walking around. And he's just
2: going to smoochy, smooch this mm-hmm. young, beautiful girl. <laughs> right. Like,
0: all dressed up nice.
2: Ugh. There you go. It's like, you don't want to watch that.
1: No.
0: You don't. Yep. That's a, it's that's one a rough those, one. It's weird. One, one of a those ones. scenes. All right, you guys, you want to you want to end on a good note here? Yep. Yes. All right. Let's let's do this. Um, one of the best Final Fantasy scenes.
1: This uh, one,
2: actually, this one makes you feel emotion. This is one. This, does. Like, this one hits you right in the old feelers. Spielberg. And then also, I know I remember. Uh, let's see. Who, who else criticized video games? Who else wants a knuckle sandwich?
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, so in this scene,
2: Roger Ebert—that's right—he oh. was all about eh, no emotion. He he, he,
0: regi- he retracted that, yeah. but yeah. yeah well, yeah. too late. So Colin set us up
1: early in the game. Earlier in the game, Vivi—he's your—he's your black mage, and he's—he's he's, uh this. It's really tough to describe. He's this kind of this manufactured little guy and he's very kind, Uh, he's very unsure of himself, he's very insecure, he's trying to figure out where he kind of fits into this kind of crazy world where really nobody looks like him until he sees people that look like him all doing bad things, and he is kind of freaked out by that because he doesn't want to do bad things, he doesn't want to hurt people, but these things want to hurt him So he, uh, is on this ship and he sees these, uh, things that look just like him, um, hurting people and killing people. And his face is really just a black orb with a couple of, uh, yellow eyes. Um, and just with that, the, the facial expression that he is able to convey, uh, Or is able to show, conveys a lot of emotion,
0: a lot of emotion considering it's two yellow eyes and a totally black face. And, And the emotion that is conveyed in this scene is the transformation of his character. It's a pivotal point where he decides, hey, I am no longer just going to stand up. Or, 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 or you know, take things sitting at the sideline. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna step up and protect my friends because I'm the only one that can do it at this point. Because yep. they're all down and out, so I have to do something. Play and, that bad boy. And here you go. They're getting chased.
1: They're getting chased right now. They're in the, uh, they're in their ship. And one of the, uh, the black waltz. One of the black waltz. Who look? Who looks like just the, like more uh, dangerous version of cute Vivi. Starts destroying all these things that look just like Vivi. Look innocent enough. And he sees all of it. He he is just mortified. He is sad. He is sad. And these things are falling out of the sky and they're dying and And they're him. Yeah. they're They're essentially him. like his friends. Well, could be his friends. No, he doesn't know. And then he just feels sad. And I feel sad.
0: <laughs> Here comes the big daddy. Yep. Who's also just like Vivi himself. Yep. So he's got all these conflicts going on. He does. But Vivi's surrounded by some good people. He's got some great friends. He's not feeling too good about life right now. But he's still, he's still contemplating all of it. And then... Right at the moment where they're, just, they're all being chased and they're about to be destroyed and attacked, Vivi comes to,
1: uses his fire and blows up the other ship.
2: And it I like his pants.
0: <laughs> These are, <cool laughs> are like
2: hammer pants. Sorry. Oh, oh, MC they're... hammer pants. Oh yeah. So that's no, a, it, that's a really great it, scene it was
0: just a great scene of a, a pivotal point for a character yeah um, at that moment you could see it in them and, and as a cutscene goes in these in this series of final fantasy that was an early cutscene where you could actually see the character uh climb or the uh, the character arc you could see it happen you know what i mean yep Um it was it's self scene, and, and, and the climax again when you know the, the bad shit rolls up and it runs into the wall, and you guys escape, and everything's gravy. I mean, it was a great point early on in that game. Yeah, yeah. That that stuck was stuck with you. That was. I feel like that show over.
1: I feel like this podcast like just overstimulated me. Like I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to analyze. I'm trying to talk, and I'm trying to. Like, remember, and just, uh, just so overwhelmed. much. We've yeah, it's a overwhelmed. We've done in an hour. I mean, We've that done was a lot, but we did it. We made it. We I mean, made it through the cutscene episode. Yeah. We, well, we made it through some, I know that we'll probably leave here and go, you know what, one we didn't ah, do?
0: Yeah. You know what, we forgot? Oh, well, that's going to happen. And
1: that's it well, that's Except for, Except Ross, who knows. Yep. Oh, that was where he Those are my top three. That's it. Yeah. Well, he hasn't played all the Final Fantasies either. Well, not all the cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> I only play ones that have cutscenes. <sighs> <laughs> Alright, well... Uh, ne- I, gosh, I don't know what, what we're going to be doing next time. Maybe we'll do the next one in my place once I get everything oh, man, set that'd up. That'd be great.
0: That'd be great. Uh, Good.
1: Yeah. Come uh, on up to the... Uh, man. This one sounds like... Uh, I don't know what one this is. The airship. Sounds, airship thing, but yeah, yeah. There's a... Uh, this sounds like uh, if you were to ever play legacy of the wizard on nes i'm gonna have you pull that up after this it sounds like this right here oh, yeah. anyway uh so next time uh you'll hear us i don't know where we'll be We'll be somewhere so be somewhere in the world it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun